After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Well, another big Champions League night for our Scottish teams. It ends with a point for Celtic and none for Rangers. Uh, Celtic in the early game took the lead, were very good, should have probably added to that, but Shakhtar Donetsk hit back. And despite many chances in the second half, Celtic couldn't find the winner and they get their first point of the campaign. Over to Rangers then. They go into this game on the back of two really heavy defeats, lots of negativity. And the performance was much, much better Looked perfectly capable of competing uh, with Napoli They did go down to 10 men though There was penalty drama And eventually uh, the numerical disadvantage showed through And uh, Rangers lost by 3 goals to nil So still sitting with no points in their Champions League group The beauty of this We're here until 11 o'clock for all these late Champions League games We thought we would push the boat out Ask Mark Wilson and Gordon DL to stay up past their bedtime uh, so we can talk it through together So 0141 951 1025 Paul is a Rangers fan From Crookston Paul Sum up That if you can There's quite a lot to get through uh, Thanks for letting me on panel um, Yeah Keep myself composed Because obviously disappointed But um, I want to make a few points And then You can come in And see what you think about it First point James Sands I've phoned up regularly I don't know how many times I've said I don't rate the guy. I'm sorry to say, but even the USA national manager hasn't taken on the friendlies. I don't know what that says, but I I don't know what other people see. I know Gordon rates him, but again, he gets sent off this time. He nearly got sent off against USG and it got um, cancelled out. But he picks up the old cards here and there. He's a liability in the back. He's got Ben Davies sitting on the bench. Maybe not fit, but he's on the bench. He brings Leon King on, 18-year-old guy who, yep, he's got potential. I don't know what this guy does, right? Secondly, he's making erratic decisions. My worry is this year, um, he plays Davies, then drops him, then he brings him back in again. His decision-making for the team is erratic, and it's there's no consistency there. He brings back McGregor. I know uh, McLaughlin's injured. McGregor plays outstanding. I've always been a big fan of McGregor. He'll drop him. Again, he's the stubborn... Nature, I know when he had, he had a caller in, I think last night, saying he's got that mentality where he's stubborn. And it comes from, he played under Dick Africa. He was exactly the same with your Albert, some people like that. He just doesn't see it and just goes by it. Now, he's going to fall on his own sword, I think, because we're not going to win the league with performances like that. You can say we started off brightly and we did. But again, I didn't feel as comfortable as I have done in previous regimes. Now, we've got a of Celtic. We get demolished off the Ajax. I'm telling you now, those performances wouldn't have stood under Gerard. The professionalism wouldn't have been there. Gerard wouldn't have accepted that. I don't know what he's seeing the coaches, but I'm telling you now, I don't see us winning anything this year. Does tonight really deserve to be lumped in with those last two, though? Gordon, you can say throw the atmosphere is electric. It's always going to be like a Ibrox. We're always going to have the twelfth man there. And I think that kind of pushed the players on. But it's still, I did not feel comfortable throughout that match. I didn't see a, a, a consistency with the players. I just, I don't know if something happening in the background or, or what's happening, but I just don't see the same type of cohesion as what I've seen in the past. Look at Kamara. I think that summed it up. The guy has been outstanding for since Gerard brought him to the club. Outstanding. He gives the ball away and he can see the third goal. That's, that's unlike Kamara. 
He's playing people, I think, in different types of positions. Sands, for instance, is not it's not to me as a defender. I know Gordon and Mark as professional players may have a different but I'd be firing and I'd be using him as my point. I'd be doing set pieces and just firing the ball one time because he makes mistakes. Right, see on that then, so can I assume from your criticism of James Sands you don't think uh, you think he deserved to be sent off. You don't think he was hard done by. So yes, fair enough. One touch here, but God, I'm kind of the link to all other games I've watched. The no, guy. But, but by the way, Paul, I'm not. That's not. Um, I know that maybe sounded like I was sort of trying to catch you. I'm just curious because obviously, if you think that he was, um, you know, hard done by, then you wouldn't lump tonight. And I, I was genuinely asking what you thought about the incident. Uh, Unlucky in that occasion, but he gave right. away two or three set pieces in that match. Two or three set pieces that, again, the balls were well delivered by the Napoli players. It was just by fortunate chance that the hand got in. He, if you think he had a good performance, I'd be shocked. Yeah. If Gordon Dale, who rates him, thinks he had a good performance tonight, then honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I don't. No, fair enough, fair enough. Um, First of all I think it's important to deal with that Because that then sort of dictates how much criticism He deserved for tonight Did he deserve to be sent off do you think? In my opinion Gordon After watching it a, a number of times Yes I can I can agree with the referee uh, Some Rangers supporters coming out of Ibrooks Might disagree with that But I think the referee's called that correctly Now Going back to Paul's point about me rating Sands What I what I did was I stuck up for Sands uh, Against PSV over there I thought he had a very good game In fact I thought he was one of the, the, the Better defenders In fact he was the best defender on the night um, I totally agree with Paul's Statement about he's never a centre half And the guy standing to my right Has been saying that from day one And I agree with that You've got guys like Ben Davis there He come in now He's obviously not up to speed. But I just think that it's very easy just to point the finger at one guy. If you look at Rangers over the last three games, I think Celtic, Ajax. Now, what happened tonight was the Rangers fans looked at this team and they were complimenting the effort and the commitment and a bit of desire. Mm-hmm. That should never come into question if you play with Rangers. Mm-hmm. I thought up until the sending off, they were in the game. Um, you know, I th- I think the managers come in for a little bit of criticism because of the standards that was set last year. I I do agree with Paul. If Rangers go along the way they're going, I'll, I'm a bit concerned. I look at Lundstrom's falling right out at right. Kent was a big guy on the European. That so far every game I've watched, Kent he sparkled for about five minutes and then you never see him again. Uh, Kamara, who I'm a massive fan of. Is probably having the worst start to a season he's ever had. So there's players there as much as Sands will come under the spotlight that are falling well below the standards that's required. Mark, James Sands, hard done by or not? No, I thought at the time, in real time, I thought he was in trouble. Then watching it back, uh, I thought it was the right decision. Second yellow card. As I a, thought he was unlucky. I was right? going to say, as, as, a, you know, as a defender, if you like, is there an element of... Right decision, but he, he's not he's not done a great deal wrong, or you know he's not deliberately. It's I'm boy, not trying to get him off it because you can't if that's the rule. You know what? It just mistimes it yeah. fractionally. It gets caught out, and the ball. You know he just missed missed the ball. It goes behind him. And he it takes a man out. So for me, it was the right decision. You know, incidentally, I thought Sands looked comfortable enough in the first half. I really did. 
And I've I've been a critic of Sands playing at centre half. I think when Rangers have, you know, let other centre halves go, leave the club, and then bring a few in, I've always found it odd that he finds himself playing there in the biggest of games. You think of the big games that you can have, couple in the qualifiers, then the actual Champions League against Celtic, and you're playing James Sands, who's, you know, let's let's be honest, a midfielder. I think that's strange. So. I think Van Bronckers needs to get Suter back. I think Davies is bit of an enigma. I mean, what is going on with him? How how long does that take to get up to speed? Because he's been brought to the club to play. He's not been brought to the club to sit on the mm-hmm. bench. So if I was him and I'm I'm fit, I'm sitting on that bench. If I'm sitting on the bench game after game, I'm fit to play. I'm knocking the manager's door and saying, I think, what is going on here? I think Sands is, a, for me, looking at a Rangers team with everyone firing, I think Sands is a squad player, right? I don't think he's a certain starter. But what my argument is, he's getting thrown in centre-half, a position that it's not his comfortable position. Now, when things go wrong, you see me have a, a scapegoat and people point the finger at Sands. I would look round about me at the guys that are in their positions well, for, that play week yeah. in, week out, well, that enough. need to come under the, the, the scope. Well, there is a tweet there from Andrew who says In James Sands' defence, the last few games Goldson's been posted missing Either not doing very much or going wandering up the park He left Sands exposed Against Celtic, him and Borna were the only two in defence He's had a lot of important touches Yeah, look If I was picking the the best Rangers team tomorrow, everybody fit Sands wouldn't be in my starting eleven. But what I'm saying is What is the script then with Ben Davies? Because I mean Gordon, uh, 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 I think with Mark and I think with Rangers supporters are heading home listening to this show. Rangers supporters are sitting in the house. I think they're all asking the same question. He came up here, everybody was thinking, yeah, that's a terrific signing. He'll be a real good addition to the squad. He'll strengthen the back line. Um, He seems to be sitting on that bench. Doesn't get minutes in his legs at all. They're bringing on an 18-year-old tonight and he's sitting there. I, I would start really worrying about yeah, that. Because bear really in mind, look, we're into September now. We're into, you know, it's not pre-season anymore. It's no guys, oh, they're, they're just a bit short. The joined is at the end of the window and we need to get them up. We're into September. If you kind of get fit by September or or, mm. or make a dent in that first team when you're shitting 11 goals in three, you've got a problem. Let's say we even give the benefit of the doubt and not start in the game, fine. But when you need to bring a centre-half on, is he not able to even come and yeah, do it's that? A, it's a strange situation. But the, but again, the big that, picture is, the Rangers back five, and I include the goalkeeper, no McGregor tonight, is malfunctioning. I mean, their success, when they had success under Gerrard, was built on that. Mm. Being tight, scoring at the other end, they are anything but that see at the minute. That, just quickly, Gordon, see, see on that point you're talking about, right, you need to bring a defender on. And if I'm Ben Davis, been brought up here, now, you know you've been starved of football down south, right, with Liverpool at the time. I know he's been out and loan, but basically starved of football. You're up here to re-kick your career. You're up here at a big club, the Champions League. You want on the pitch, and you turn around and you see the manager, and no disrespect, because I, I like the boy, I've, I've bummed him up. I think he's one for the future. Young Leon King coming on at 18. I'd be asking questions about myself. To be fair, I suppose this is big picture stuff. Anyone who's tuning in might be thinking Leon King's getting the blame for, for no, Rangers no, losing. No, I know, but we're talking about big picture and signings and who's contributing and so on. Uh, Paul, thank you. Paul is not pleased, obviously. What about Mike in Edinburgh? What's on your mind after that tonight, Mike? 
Jeg har ikke rejst mig for slemt kort, så der okay. er nogen. Hej, Gordon. Og hvor er fyrt bønse, Gordon? Og vi har også nødt til at sove for måneder nu. My issue is, um, I think this comes into Ross Wilson's recruitment. Um, over the last probably 24 months, um, his recruitment's been really poor. Um, Barn, obviously, uh, Barsi and uh, a couple of others. I think the best player just now has been Barisic. Um, but I think Gio, um, players have been brought in uh, by... Um, they've been brought in by Ross Wilson that mm-hmm. he's not wanted. I don't think he's wanted John Suter. Um I think to prefer to John Suter, I think he's had a personal tragedy. I think he lost his birth, so I think that's why his head's not been in the right place. But I just think that uh, Gio's not been backed. Um, I think tonight um, he picked a team that was um, Stephen Gerrard's. Um, it was maybe just two fingers up to the board, just a, a bit and then just in a bit of defiance. Um, I mean, Napoli tonight were just far superior um, to the Angels team. There was, a, there was a good bit of hard and effort put in, but Um, I just think just now there's I just think there's so much disharmony in the team, um, especially at the boardroom as well. Just falling out all the sponsorships like Cinch and all that, you know, it's not it's it, it's not creating any good harmony within the club. I think the problem is I think there needs to be an overhaul with the board and especially with the um, uh, Ross Wilson as well. I think Ross Wilson is the the biggest problem at Rangers at the moment because I think he's obviously you know curtailing Roy McKay and. Um, Geo's backroom staff from achieving what they want, want to achieve. This is where football can be so cutthroat, Mark, because, and like, go with me, I appreciate there's a lot of ifs and, and buts here, and that's not the way things always work, but the game clearly is impacted in a big way by the, re- by the red card. I'm not saying Rangers definitely go on to win, right? But they certainly looked in it. They maybe even were slightly the better team, I don't know, until. The red card And if Rangers get anything out of that game Even a draw It's probably called then a, It's a good decision to go with that team But they lose 3-0 They do get the players sent off And then Mike's quite right Because he's then bringing up The pre-match discussion of Hold on a minute We've just out of a summer transfer window Not one single new signing can start that match mm. So that stuff then comes into focus When you don't win Yeah it's fine lines Because up until that point Rangers We just spoke about it Rangers probably had The best of the chances uh, and they showed certainly an improvement in the last couple of performances. But we spoke about the team selection at the, at the start, tried and trusted who he could hang his hat on, and I think for the first 45 at least, he got that. Now, I, I, there was a caller earlier that says about the signings, and says, he didn't know if these were Van Bronckers. It must come down to the manager. The manager must get offered these players, and he either says yes or no. I don't think anybody's forcing him to take these players I just don't get the argument about the board. Maybe I'm seeing things wrong, but when the board spend money and they have spent money, and a lot of the players that sat on the bench, I think that's that's backing the manager to a certain extent. What I would say is when they qualify for the Champions League, they had one week, and I think Daz brought up about a striker at this level when Morelos was kind of flirting in at the picture. They could have probably done something better there, but it was a manager. Remember, that came out and says, "I'm happy with my squad. I'm happy with what I've got now." Was he telling the truth? I don't know. Only Van Bronckhurst knows that, but I, I, it's a strange situation. Mark, I, d- I disagree with you. I think there's very few managers <laughs> now in control of the, the, the transfers and the players that have been brought in. Yeah, I think they have a say in it. You, you can even go back to Celtic when Brendan Rodgers came out and 
started making the statements about, yeah, I've got an off-wingers, all that sort of a thing. About Marrange uh, Fed, remember, yeah, yeah. of all people. Gordon, uh, and, and I'm not picking at Rangers here because it happens at... <sighs> 90-odd percent of the clubs, you, you you come under the banner now of, not the manager, I would say probably uh, Postacoglu just now has got a handle and everything, but you come under the banner of head coach, and there's a, a system that works above you, like i.e. the Ross Wilsons of this, um, you know, the new modern day way, it works, a football club works, it goes and identifies the talent, asks the manager, look, here's what we're looking for, this is what we need. You know, so there's a sort of a workmanship together to try and get the best balance. Now, what I will say is, and uh, it was at Mike there that was talking about it, said, is Van Bronckhorst maybe shown a bit of defiance against the board by playing that team tonight? Well, let me say, if that is the case, this is only going to end one way. It's as simple as that, because you know what like it is? That's when when managers and coach head coaches start making noises like that, and I, I agree with Mark, right? I don't think Van Bronckhorst, when he had one striker for the Champions League, fit. Morelos was nearly out the picture. Roof's not even in the squad. They played a young kid against Queen of the South, Ewer. Uh, is it your uh, yep, right? Robbie Ewer, yeah. Robbie Ewer. They played him against Queen of the South. And you're going into the Champions League against Napoli, Ajax and Liverpool. And your head coach or manager, whatever you want to call Van Bronckhorst, I've got a lot of respect for him. I think he's a terrific lad. But he comes out and says, I'm happy. I agree with Mark. Deep down inside, I don't think he mm. was. Um, Mike, are you able to take any positives there from the performance up to the red card and, and the way that it, it seemed to be different, it seemed to be going against um, you know, what you saw in the last two games? Yes, um, I think um, the had a really good game. Um, showed his uh, big game experience. Um, I think Morales got sharp. Uh, I know you guys have been quite critical of him, but you rightly so. You know, he's just he's not been fit with the standards of a football player. Um, Ryan Kent, I thought, just in the game, he looked a bit sharper. Um, I think Barris had a good game. I, I, I agree with Gordon. Um, I think James Sands has been his better, best critic. Um, I think he's done okay. I think he's just been um, thrown at the, at the deep end. He's not a centre-half. Um, we need to try and get a centre-half in. Whether it's to try and get Hollander back fit, because I still think he's our best centre-half. Um, and yeah, I just I just think Napoli just outclassed us tonight. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're a step above... Um, any other team in the Champions League apart from you know Bayern Munich or Real Madrid, um, and also just think you know, um, you know especially with Barisic as well. I think Barisic has um, you know been one of our best players, um, but getting back down to the board, um, I think it sounds like to me Douglas Park's pulling his money out of the club because um, you know, he's put all the loans into the, into the club. He's put a lot of money, and I think he's taking that money back that's been recut to the Champions League. So I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, that, I'm, a, discount, I'm not discounting the geo um, or the team. It's just I'm discounting that at the board. You know, it's, it's still wadding down. It's it's having a, a negative effect within the club. And I just think there's a lot of negativity at the moment where we are. I think Celtic are head and shoulders above us, and I'm being absolutely honest. I mean, the league. That to me the league's done um, if, if we don't beat um, on, on Saturday the, the league's gone um, but the Champions League we've just had for participation um, I just think um, Gio's you know I think he's just been thrown under the bus uh, Ross Wilson needs to and the board really need to come out and actually explain what's going on to the fans you know does they, they do deserve at least that, that level of, you know, of respect and you know and it's 
and I've noticed obviously on Twitter and uh, other social media platforms that um, there's talk of maybe a takeover in maybe December, January, but that's why Douglas Park's pulling his money out of the club, but I don't know how much. I mean, you guys are more in the know than me, Gordon. But well, yeah. I'm not sure I am on that subject, I must admit. That might be your theory. I don't think there's anything to sort of directly back that up right now and one that will reveal itself in time I'm sure thank you to Mike in Edinburgh it's a good time to get your calls in 01419511025 you could be up next the games are over the talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line it's been quite a night a draw for Celtic in Warsaw against Shakhtar Donetsk I think most people who watched the game would feel Celtic should have gone on to win it But they didn't take their chances again uh, Similarly to last week uh, Weren't punished this time in the same way So a point away from home Generally good in the Champions League uh, But I know you Celtic fans feel like it could have been all three So keep the calls coming on that uh, We're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst very soon Very, very keen to hear what he made of that Rangers right in the game But then James Sands sent off Penalty taken Saved by McGregor Scored on the replay Ordered to be retaken Saved again Oh Napoli then got another penalty And they scored Scored another couple And Rangers got a penalty That was taken away by VAR <laughs> hope, hope you've followed all that What uh, a night Half ten on a Wednesday night 01419511025 Roberts in Glasgow What have you got in your mind for us tonight Robert? I just want to ask the panel's opinion Go for it um, The fact that Rangers have been beat 11-0 on aggregate over the last three games. Do you think there's a problem at that team? The fact that they were in the Europa League final about, what, two months ago? And now they've just been beat 11-0 on aggregate against Ajax. Good team, fair dues. Napoli, good team, fair dues. Celtic, great team, obviously. But... There are no Real Madrid's, there are no Man City's, there are no Barcelona's. What's wrong at that team? There's no spending money. What's wrong? I don't understand mm. how the second best team in Scotland, I mean, the second best team in Scotland can be 11 nothing on aggregate against two mediocre European teams and the first best team in Scotland. Can I just ask, how is that right? Uh, I find it very strange that after a terrific performance with Celtic tonight, Robertson talking about Rangers. But we'll answer. Rangers fan. We'll answer his uh, question. Yeah, I, I do. I do think that there's worrying concerns at Rangers just now. I think there's a lot of players below par. I'll go back to you know. We'll go to the the usual ones. For instance, Kent tonight. Now everybody's bummed about Kent in Europe this season. I think Kent's been. Way off it for me Really have Tonight I'm looking at him First 10-15 minutes I'm thinking Oh this This looks promising He looks on the ball Second half I can't remember him doing much Um I look at Kamara Terrific player Off it Lindstrom Fans favourite Off it There's Morelos The situation I thought tonight He come on Showed a good attitude Should never be in the position You know they're talking about Question his attitude earlier, his weight problems, his fitness should never be in that position if you're playing with a club the size of Rangers. Yes, there are concerns at Rangers. There's no doubt about that. And I think that every Rangers fan and everybody concerned with the club will see that just now because they've went back the way. Do you look at their question the signings? But they've still got a quality squad there that's good enough of putting runs together. But if they don't start picking up and 
They've got a difficult one at home against Dundee United. One that they're expected to win. What's one difficult that, about it? I, I, I don't know. I just think under the circumstances, Gordon, that it's not the Rangers that will turn up and steamroller you. I think if you're Dundee United just now, you would fancy, look, if we're ever going to go on a trip to Ibrox, probably, the, probably this weekend, they've just come off a three defeats, 11 goals, not scored any. If you can if you can get a Rangers and hold them for the first 25 minutes on Saturday, all of a sudden a bit of tension. I'm, I'm the opposite. It was a couple I, of weeks ago we were counting I, up aggregate scores that Dundee United had yeah, conceded. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I think Van Bronckhurst couldn't have hoped for a better tie at the weekend than Dundee United. And I hate to say that about Mole Club because if Van Bronckhurst is coming up against an Aberdeen away, a Hearts away who's got in a couple of weeks' time, then I think he's under a bit of pressure going into that game if he loses. I think Rangers will take care of United, no problem. But in Robert's point about the 11-0, I say it's 11 goals without any reply. You have to take into consideration the level of opposition. So it's not Dundee United, Motherwell and Livy. They've lost 11 and no replied. It's top sides. But it still does not look good. Particularly when you you mirror it against Rangers' run to the Europa League last year. When everything's rosy and they had some big guns coming along and everything was going well and they look solid and tight and compact they look anything but that just now I think the starting at 11 needs refreshed and I think the squad was not refreshed the yet to do and that tonight or do no, you mean no, new, new no. players new players right see if I, if I was a Rangers fan right going along tonight part of me would go right these guys have served as well we've seen what they can do but it's surely part of going along to a club in a, a new season is, is seeing new players embracing new players coming in being excited seeing something different I think this group of so players so why do you not find the new players because they're, they're obviously they're, not good they're, enough there are five new yeah. players on the bench yeah. tonight Mark I mean, right? what, look, there's a big signing on a, the bench that doesn't even go on in front of a, an 18 year old is there a a temptation to overlook some of it I mean Tom Lawrence would have played wouldn't he if he was fit yeah yeah. yeah. I, I think he's he's been a real good find for them now you can look at Suter we know the problems that uh, John Suter's had obviously Davis is the one that Mark's t- highlighted tonight and I agree with him especially when you look with that game's gone get him on the pitch but he decides to go with Young King and it's nothing you do listen Young King will be a promise he's a promising player he'll be a terrific player yeah, I think he's got great ability but if you're bringing people like Ben Davis probably in decent decent money right if you're aboard you're sitting there thinking why is an 18 year old coming on before a guy we're playing paying mm. big big money for that we brought him up to play in the Champions League uh, what do you think Chris in Glasgow what's your take on it all well first of all I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of the Bears um, I know everybody will probably mention the, 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 the fact that we're, we're overrun but given the Ajax and the Celtic game before um, I thought I actually thought we were pretty decent um, Lazio are obviously a, a completely different class of, of team um, but there were there were many individuals that were lacking tonight particularly um, in the second half when 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 things get tough, um, my my biggest concern is Van Bronckhoff last week for throwing the players under a bus. I, I, I don't know how that gives you any. I don't know. I don't know how that gives you any, any confidence going into this week. And what what way? What do you mean? Well, and the fact that last week he was basically slating the board, saying that he's not got any any comeback. 
um, the, 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 there's been comparisons made online about Ange and, and Gio's reaction to getting def- defeated and Ange's basically saying like you go up you, you, you battle your power and, and you go against it and we, we just we weren't good enough but we've got to keep doing our thing and Gio's basically saying Oh, we've, we've, we've not had enough money. We've not had enough. Co- we've no we've not been backed enough. Well, I, I think that's been twisted slightly. He didn't. He didn't say that. But what he did say, Gordon, was a money point. It mm. was along the lines of, "You need hundreds of millions to complete in, compete in the Champions League. We can't compete in the Champions League." And it such a an divisive comment because, mm. on one hand, you shrug your shoulders and say. Well, that's, that's true No no. You say that's true mm-hmm. We don't have millions and, and these teams do But on the other Like as Chris is sort of Pointing out How do you Does that Does that worry your team That they then Can't get results Against Napoli Or You know Does it instill a A sense no. of trepidation In them No I don't I, It's just come now And deflecting The blame away A little bit Gordon Because You know There was no mention Of that when they were taking on dormants and PSVs and teams like that, quality teams and getting terrific results and going away to dormant, for instance, as well. So the money side of that never come in. I can understand Van Bronckhorst's frustration coming out and saying, well, look, how can you expect us to compete at this level? But you're in a one-off game. Um, I think the manager... I think he's got bigger problems in the financial stuff. Of course they can't compete. Celtic Rangers can't compete at that high level. Of course. But... I think he's got bigger concerns. I think that uh, the caller calls it right there. You look at some of the players on the last three games, or even since the beginning of the season for me, they come in for a lot of pats in the back and their achievements last year. For instance, you know, Morelos, Kent, Kamara, Lundstrom's dipped, even Golston a little bit. Tavernier's not that same guy they now. Right, so that doesn't make you a bad player. It's just you're going through a bad time just now. The question marks, everything's getting thrown at them because of the last three games, i.e. the recruitment. That's the next one that comes into play. So Rangers have got to steady the boat a little bit. They've certainly got enough there uh, domestically. They're going to find it very hard in this Champions League to pick up points. They've got a double header against Liverpool. They go to Anfield next and... That's not going to be the, the easiest game in the world, let me say. And as much as you can look at Liverpool now and think, well, they're not firing in all you know, cylinders. They're, they're a wee bit below par. That, they're still a quality side. I think that Rangers need to regroup. I think they need to get that confidence, that good feel factor back, a bit of sharpness into their play again. And I think one or two of their big players, our so-called big players, need to start stepping up to the mark. I think when... When you're not getting results, Mark, at Celtic and Rangers, it brings everything else into focus. And then also, are you not getting results because of all those other aspects that have been brought into focus? It's kind of like a, a chicken and egg thing. Um, and Rangers just need to, to find a way on the pitch. And then yeah. wh- whether it papers it over or not, it, it allows some of that to... To be saved for another day. The players themselves. It's why it's why they're at a big club. You know they ha- they have to take that responsibility on their shoulders. You know there's been many good players through the time that have they've never made it at these Celtic Rangers because they can't deal with this sort of pressure that this current crop's under right now. You know Daz is right. The big players need to 
perform better and they're going through a bad patch just now they've got the quality you don't change we highlighted Alan McGregor you don't change that much in two months time since that run so they need to find a spark that's why I mentioned Dundee United at the weekend is probably their ideal game to get things at their system it's an ideal game for them to score a couple of goals and get the confidence back a bit but my point about the team being refreshed is I wonder these big players that have went to the well time and time again I, how difficult is that to do but year after things, year Mark, after year do you know something the small things in Gordon's right everything gets highlighted of course it does that's just the nature of our game in Scotland if it's Celtic or Rangers just now it's Rangers but you make a great point there about you look at McGregor tonight right I don't care what anybody says. McGregor's the number one goalkeeper at Ibrox for me. He's the best goalkeeper Rangers have got there now. I know the age thing comes into it. I know he was talking about leaving after the Scottish Cup final. But he signed a new contract. He's come off a terrific season. And all of a sudden he finds himself as a number two goalkeeper. We'll have some fun with this in the next couple of days. Does mm. he stay in or does a fit again John McLaughlin play? Uh, 100%. Why? Because... I've just I've just mm. highlighted one. He's the best goalkeeper. Right, no, no, but hold Secondly, on. he's shown tonight in the big arenas. He's the guy to step but up. See when you're under pressure. Presumably, Giovanni van Bronckhorst doesn't agree with you and doesn't. No, think he will agree and, with me in the next couple of days. And doesn't. No, but remember, he didn't play tonight because, in the manager's mind, John McLaughlin did something wrong. No, That's I, not why he played tonight. To, totally understand that. But I think that you now recognise that when you're under pressure and mm. Van Bronckhorst is listen I'm not saying he's going to get sat of course I'm not but he's come under a little bit of pressure from Rangers supporters because it's them that's coming on the phone and saying that so he's coming under a bit of pressure from that so can, can it flip you know like what? that it, he's John, put himself John, in a different difficult John position I, I don't know when he got injured right but for talking mm-hmm. sake for talking sake John McLaughlin was Rangers number one goalie three days ago yeah yeah and mm-hmm. hasn't done it he's not done anything wrong He's, he's backed himself into a different, uh, difficult corner here because if he dropped uh, him listen, after the Celtic game, see the Celtic mm-hmm. game is fresh in the Rangers fans' mind. Van Bronckhorst stood by McLaughlin, and so soon after McGregor's come in and had a per- he's lost the goals, but a performance like tonight, the next game when McLaughlin's fit, McGregor's mm-hmm. fit. If he chooses McGregor, he's putting himself out there that. He was wrong mm. that or, game. Or does it give you an easy out? Have the stars aligned? McLaughlin was injured. McGregor put this irresistible performance in and he has to stick with him. Yeah, see, see what Matt said there. See Van Brockhurst comes out and chooses McGregor and basically admits he's wrong. I like that with a manager and a coach because you can't get it right all the time. Mm. In his mind, he thought McGregor was number two. Me, personally, must stay and I think he's a number one goalkeeper. George in Stirling, you are coming up next and you'll be in good company because we're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Very, very keen to hear what he had to say and you can hear it right here next. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. A lot's been said about the Rangers' performance and result. The man who makes the decisions is about to tell us what he thought. Not George and Sterling, he's coming up first. And then it's Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. George, you're the warm up act for the Rangers manager. How did you see things? Well, I thought you were talking about I was number one. So I was we'll just saying. Number that. one for me, George. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, basically, obviously, uh, my first point with Sands, he's penalty, but he's been going on about the McGregor performance and his penalty saves. I just think McGregor's penalty saves tonight, the way he organises the team, I just think. McLaughlin's done nothing wrong 
I just think Alan McGregor is just a better, safer pair of hands in at the back. So I know the panel's talked about that. Second point quickly was just Sandy's red card. Thought it was a little wee, wee bit harsh. Simone's put it through his legs. He's touched the ball. Lundstrom's put his arms around him. Thought it was, it was a penalty, but I thought he was harsh with the second sending off. And sorry, but the third point has to be the change in attitude tonight. Morelos leading the line. Rangers' son's changed in the last week. We just looked more of a team tonight. We looked, that Napoli team put four past Liverpool after 46, 47 minutes. And the week we went down to 10 men, I just think Rangers played so much better tonight, so much more positive. I just wanted to ask what the panel thought. Uh, yeah, well, you're talking about McGregor there. You can also touch on the first half when he had a terrific save as well. Kept um, kept a lad out. Um, I, th- I totally agree. I said earlier, I know what Mark's saying. That sometimes you've got to make big decisions that you'll come under him, the, the scope a little bit. The fact of, well, how's McGregor not in for the beginning? To be I, fair, just quickly, fine. sorry, George said McLaughlin's not done anything wrong. Well, he has, the Celtic game. But yeah. the point we were making is clearly in the eyes of the manager, mm-hmm. he hadn't done enough wrong because he played the next game. Yeah. And that, that was all we were trying to yeah, say. Yeah, but I think, me personally, I'm with George, I think, I think McGregor will stay. Uh, Sands, yeah, I thought it was, uh, after looking at it three or four times, Gordon, um, I thought uh, it was a yellow card because obviously a goal scoring opportunity. I thought that it was a penalty kick, um, to be quite honest with you. And the thing that strikes me tonight is Rangers fans are talking about, you know, changing attitude. I think that's a gimme for, for mm. anybody at that level that plays for a club, especially size of Rangers. It still had to happen though, didn't it? Yes, but... Because you get, you get different types of... 3-0 defeat and if that had been because the similarities Ajax and Celtic were striking in terms of being mm. miles off it and being sort of slower and all that so yeah. if that had happened again you would be we would have had you know we'd have had serious I know we're still getting the odd sort but of my, shit but my, we'd have had serious geo out calls yeah, wouldn't but we? my question Mark would be I, I know that Celtic are a team that's got the ability to beat you I know Ajax have got a team that's got the ability to beat you why? Why is tonight's attitude and determination and and and, and effort not put into the two games? That's where my question might be with the two. You're totally mm. right. I thought Morelis, for instance, has come in for a lot of criticism. People were wanting Morelis out the door three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um, he comes out tonight. Um, I thought he put in a good shift. I thought he worked his his, his socks off for the team. Okay, he had a, a wee opportunity right in half time. Um, when he fresh airs but I keep going back to I need to question why the likes of and it's and it's a compliment to these guys because I think they're talented players I look at guys like Kent Kamaras Lundstrom's Golson to a, a, mm. a point they're not they're not at it for me what does tonight's result and performance do for you then George I mean you're saying you're quite proud of elements of the performance because the attitude was better does that make you think everything's going to be okay going forward or there's still a lot of work to be done yeah there's still work to be done I wouldn't say okay but I'm, I'm I'll hold my hands up I've been a, a Morelos admirer for so long uh, Joe Lack's done brilliant scored the goals he's a penalty box striker you've seen the performance of Morelos tonight when you play against world class players he just he gets us up the park he brings so much to the team he let us down again so I understand that uh, so I think a wee bit of his attitude has been wrong but at the same time, I just feel 
Giovanni's done us so good to get us to the Europa League final. He's had mistakes in the Scottish Premiership, but I just think it's only six games in in the league. I really hope uh, last season Celtic hammered us 3-0 going six at Parkhead. They've done the same again this season. I just hope that it's been early on in the season and that uh, the Rangers players will take it on board and will push on for here. Yeah, thank you very much, George. Let's hear what the Rangers manager thought of tonight's game. Well, I think we gave, um, you know, until the, the the red card, I think we, we gave Napoli a really tough game. I think we were well well organised. We were uh, good in the game. Uh, players were, were, were giving everything to, uh, to try to get a good result. We created chances to open the score. I think it was a, it was a nice uh, battle to see, you know, Napoli against against Rangers. But uh, of course, in the end, with the sending off, you you knew it's going to be difficult. I think Allen saved us two times with the penalties, which was fantastic. Uh, but the first goal uh, we conceded, you know, it made uh, made it made me change the way we were playing because we we need to attack, and you know, you're going to give more space. Uh, so. You know, in the end, um, I think the the 3-0 defeat didn't reflect the, the the difference in quality today and, 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 and how the game went on. Is that fair, the 3-0? Ultimately saying 3-0 was harsh on Rangers? Yeah, I can understand his statement. I, I, I do believe that the sending off played a massive part in the game. Um, the minute the first goal went in, then I didn't see any way back from Rangers. As much as you can't... You can't um, you know, criticise the, the manager because he, he made positive changes. He brought in forward-thinking players. He tried to get back in. And when you do that, you always run the risk that a team of the quality of Napoli with that one-man advantage was going to pick you off. That's what happened. Um, but it's still another defeat. It's still another uh, three goals. And it's still another game without scoring. So they're getting in a big match against Dundee United at the weekend. And They'll be looking for a, a, a good win to try and build on something about momentum, get three points on the board, get a, a few goals in the back of the net, because that's what the Rangers fans that go along to Ibrox and Saturday will certainly be expecting. Mm. Yeah, well, for 50 minutes, Rangers showed you know, a better attitude. They showed uh, a willingness to, to get run about Morelos and create chances, and they did create decent chances. I think that'll please the manager to a certain extent but even when they go to 10 men McGregor saves the penalty I still think there's an opportunity for them to be more compact and, and tougher to play against and I thought they're still even with 10 men and I know it's difficult against a team like Napoli they were still a bit open Napoli found it obviously much easier but Daz is right a 3-0 it's still another defeat he needs he needs a, a winning Saturday and a good performance to get things back on track because the fixtures don't get any easier. The the break comes up, the international break comes up, and they're right back at it. I think if they get hearts, yeah, hearts away, yeah. then Liverpool come calling. Mm-hmm. It's a tough run of fixtures. The only thing I will say to you, Mark, I, I, I know what you're saying about being more compact, but the they lose the first goal with a penalty kick, and it's very harsh and embarrassing because he, the boy can't do it. Listen, everybody's been there. It's just unfortunate. It's the the letter of the law. So the minute they go that one down, 
there's no point being that real compact they've got to go, go and try it, yeah. and get a, a goal just quickly because we're running exposed. out of time there appears to have been some sort of fireball or meteor spotted flying through the sky in Motherwell tonight genuinely I hope, I hope you've not left the flat window <laughs> I have there wasn't what? any sort of joke genuinely some, uh, there's a tweet I can uh, video footage you want to see this thing what? incredible I wish we could dwell on that a bit longer. Can we extend the show? Because this, this, I'll just show you this video. Fireball. This is more important than the Champions League. Like, uh, anyway, uh, thank, thanks, George. <laughs> what about Thomas? As a Celtic fan, Thomas, good point or two dropped? Yeah, hi, Gordon. Thanks for that, man. How are you doing, Mark and uh, Daza? Yeah, good and I think it's a good, a good result, Gordon. But I think it's personally for me. I think it's two points dropped. I mean the chances we had. You don't get much. You don't get many chances in Europe. You know, any chance you take it, you need to take it, obviously. And we we had a good few chances to to score, score two or three before they did score score the equaliser. But I just think it's. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm happy with the draw. I'm happy with the draw. But I think it's just for me. It's two points dropped. And it- I think we need to, obviously, if we're going to go to that group, we need to start <laughs> taking our chances. Sorry, I left Gordon Dale's mic on as he reacted to the video of the fireball, Thomas. Uh, but Mark Wilson is listening carefully. Was, Mark, uh, do you understand? Do you agree? Do you sympathise with the two points dropped narrative? Or um, no, yeah, I think when you see the game and you see how dominant it is, I think if you just tuned in right and seen that result, one one away from the Champions League, you go, oh yeah, I take that, no problem. But when you watch the game. You saw how dominant Celtic were. Okay, much like last week, if you see the three 0 you think, oh, "Well, that was a doing." But yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, pretty performance. much, yeah, performance. But once again, I think the most pleasing thing for Celtic fans is they know what they're turning up to watch now. They know there's no ten men behind the ball and let's grind us out. Celtic played the same way against Real Madrid as it did tonight against Shakhtar Donetsk, as they will on Sunday against St Mirren. Every player knows their role And it's effective And it was effective tonight They should have won the game And Postacoglu will probably look back When the group's done And hope that that doesn't cost them A European place Whether that be in the Europa League Or a second place in the group Because they really should have capitalised That is the nature of it right Without stating the obvious too much It's It's a small group There's only a small amount of games Celtic fans can feel good about the performance and getting the point that the failure to take those chances could easily be the difference between qualifying out this group and not that's just the way the Champions League works yeah um, it goes back to when a final whistle goes it's only one point um, but I think the manner the way Celtic went about their business tonight I thought they started the game brilliantly um, they got into that lead but then the reality of playing against top quality players come in they get caught with that goal, terrific goal. Uh, second half, I thought they were excellent. But it's, the, it's the it's the quality of the chances, isn't it? You look at Jakimakis, Maeda, certainly two absolute mm-hmm. verging on sitters, and then a, a few others that you would throw into that as well. Yeah, um, and if you if you add all that up, you'd be thinking, you know, as Mark said, the only way, there's only one way Celtic play going forward, attack and try to score goals. There's points there for Celtic. Um, I think they'll find it easier than what Rangers will do especially in Rangers group with a double header coming up against Liverpool but Rangers would need to up their game a little bit Celtic are in a good place now they're playing with flair they're playing with confidence Rangers need to find it As you can hear Thomas we're going to have to leave it there I'm afraid but thank you 
for getting in touch It's been quite the night We knew they would be big occasions When the Champions League came back to Scottish football And it's not disappointing Celtic a point away at Shakhtar Donetsk It probably should have been three On the balance of chances created But the results driven business and all that A point for Ange Postacoglu to bring home And then on to Rangers A, a better performance An upturn in attitude and commitment After some really heavy defeats But ultimately ended in another heavy defeat as well after James Sand's red card a couple of penalty dramas uh, and a 3-0 victory for Napoli in the end a 1-0 draw for Celtic and we've still to reflect on it plenty more uh, tomorrow night so make sure you join us from 6 01419511025 take it down if you couldn't get through uh, and in the meantime stay right there Meg is up next